Welcome to Truth Culture Life. I am Royce Hood, sitting here with the uh, the one and only Father Michael Orsi from <laughs> Naples, Florida. Father, how's it going? All right. So far, so good. Hot yeah. as the Dickens. Hot as the Dickens here. Holy cow! It'd be with the uh, heat index is like 105. Ooh, man! As long as you've uh, got a swimming pool to cool off. Well, they're they're hot too. Yeah. You know, I don't mind it. I I don't actually enjoy cold swimming pools, even if it's really hot outside. Like, I don't like the feeling of being cold in the water. Um, Come over here, take a bath, bring your bar of soap and you can take a bath (laughs) in the pool. I've taken a bath in a river before in Colorado when we were camping. That was an interesting experience because that water was freezing cold. And it, yeah. you know, it wasn't a full bath, but it was, you know, splash, clean up a little bit. And uh, it was pretty funny, but that was freezing. Yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't like the, ex- the cold either, but I'm telling you, it's like, uh, it's like bath water. It really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, so that's, uh, that's interesting. I know um, here in uh, Illinois, it's, it's going to be hot. It's sunny and hot, but I think I'm going to take the kids to the pool later, so that'll be fun. Um, wow. What a, what a couple of days, father. First of all, I mean, Sierra's not here with us right this second. She may or may not join us. I don't know. She probably got to North Dakota at around 2 AM. She met me in Gower, um, Wednesday night and Sierra actually was able to stay at the Abbey with the sisters, which is such an honor to be able to stay there. Um, and Sierra in the making, you know, I wonder, they might be making an offer she can't refuse. We'll see. I we could uh, <laughs> let's ask her about that. That would be pretty awesome. Um, no, but I think she really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, being able to see Sister Wilhelmina and attend a Latin Mass. There's there are no Latin Masses in North Dakota, so she's never never experienced one before. So I think that was a pretty neat experience for her. Um, and like, wow, we had a really interesting group of people. We had a couple of uh, local. Um, students who are homeschool students that um are like you know 17 and i think 13 they're gonna kind of help in gower whenever there's something coming up they're gonna sort of be like our interns there to assist really great family the vogel family in gower so they were there and then we had um we had lisa wheeler who is with carmel communications came and she's involved with a whole bunch of movies and really cool projects. Um, and then a fellow by the name of Dominic came and donated a, a camera for the film. So it's really interesting. Holy spirit action plan, father, how things are sort of coming together. Um, well, there's still a number of visitors coming out to uh, view the, uh, the body. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd say there's a steady stream, um, huh. steady stream. Absolutely. And, um, Every, uh, I'd say every day they, they get dozens upon dozens that, you know, it's not hundreds upon hundreds like it was during the big hype of it all. All right. But they're, um, really interesting. One of the sisters told us and we had a production meeting talking about the story and so forth. And she said they're at capacity with the vocations that they have. Wow. How how many are there? How many sisters are there? So in Gower, there are 44 now, wow. and the Abbey looks like a pretty big Abbey, but it's designed to house about 40. Um, mm-hmm. So they're, they're over just a little bit, but they're over. And, um, and then they've got a sister house in Ava, Missouri. And I think that one is at, um, is maybe can handle about 12 and they've got 14. But um, the sister Scholastica told me that they're receiving three vocation inquiries a day since. That's fantastic, huh? 
Fantastic. And she said they're great candidates. They're, these are these are the kind of women that they want. They're they're the kind of women that would be perfect for contemplative life. And so I'm like, wow. Um, hey, Robin Hood, I got a question for you. Yeah. I was looking at the pictures that uh, Sierra sent this morning on Facebook. Yeah. There is no a mask on uh, Mother Wilhelmina? Or yeah. Yeah, sure. She looks, yeah. Is there a mask on her? Yeah, they do have a very uh, a very light wax mask on her face. Um, not uncommon for incorruptibles. In the case of incorruptibles, the skin will oftentimes be become very dry. But like Sierra was pointing out, like you can see her eyebrows. You can see you can see things that you should not be able to see on a body that's mm-hmm. been gone for four years. Um, the other thing about the body, which is interesting, is that it's 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 limber. Um, and I witnessed this when they were moving the softness, her. The tissue is soft. That's right. Wow. That's right. So that's that's where it becomes all the more remarkable um, with Sister Wilhelmina, right? So yeah, there's there's a process here, and they're receiving accounts of um, healings and all sorts of different things that hopefully we'll be able to document. You know, a lot of that information. Um, anyway, so I was there. I got to have dinner at a really fancy country club last night, Father. Um, I think it's, is it called Loch? Let me see. Not Loch Ness. Thinking about the Loch Ness monster. Nessie there. You, Nessie will eat you. There is a lake. I wonder if they have Nessie. Uh, Loch Lloyd? I think that's what it's called. And uh, really, really interesting. I guess apparently a bunch of football guys live in there and so forth. So it's sort of fun getting invited to a dinner and uh, talking about the movie with some people um, from a guy that lives lives in Kansas City, so it's interesting. The the, the amount of interest in this story is um, is you know it's it's fascinating. So look in other news, Father O has his big uh, birthday bash, and Father's so famous Oops. that in Naples, Florida, they actually celebrate his birthday one month before the actual. Day. <laughs> well, you know, uh, some some guy said that. Uh, you know, he says he usually uh, takes care of the arrangements for the party, but he and his wife had to be away. So could they move it from August to July? And uh, I had no objections. I wanted it to be on 4th of July. That way I could be a real live nephew of my uncle, Sam, <laughs> born on the 4th of July. Hey, I always watch that movie of 4th of July, Yankee Doodle Dandy. Yeah, wow, yeah. what a great movie. Cagney dancing. Woo, was wow. he great. You're aging yourself now, though, Father. That's an oldie but a goodie. Well, everybody should watch that one. And the other Cagney movie, I think it was the one uh, where he uh, wrote the song Over There, uh, George M. Cohan. Oh, if we had a soundbite of that, that would be Oh, man, that was great. That was great. (laughs) And he goes to the White House to visit President Roosevelt for, you know, writing the song and giving spirit to the troops. What a wonderful movie. Comes down the steps from the White House. Uh, dancing, tap dancing down the steps. And he wasn't on cocaine either. Excuse me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You never know, I guess. It's <laughs> but, oh, my goodness. Yeah, you know, that's, um, wow, a month early. So so what does this mean you get two birthday parties? I hope so. I mean. That'll give the audience time to send gifts. Right. I mean, all, all the party. gifts that you send, I'm giving to Robin Hood to produce the movie. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we need it. Um, well, I got. I mean, like, uh, could people just send in, uh, you know, get gifts like monetary gifts to you for the movie? 
Yeah, soon. Uh, probably like in the next week or two, we're going to have something set up where people can support the film. And actually, we've got some really cool artwork screenshots that we that I printed up for the meeting and put them on poster boards. And I brought them just to show people the scenes that were at this meeting yesterday. And guests at the Abbey who are just walking by and saw the posters were like, oh, can we buy these? Wow. Uh, and so they weren't, you know, th- those particular ones weren't for the sale. They were for the people at the meeting. But it was like, wow, okay, yeah, maybe that would be a fun thing to do if somebody supports the film. They could uh, get one of these screenshots. And yeah, really- you can get like numbered printed editions, you know. Yeah. For- like a, I don't know if what? you can Yeah, see I see it. it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. So- That's great. Yeah, um, and we have a whole bunch of different different scenes that are going to be available. So yeah, that'll be a fun, that'll be an easy way, and then that's also great marketing too because people put the posters up and for the movie. Um, yeah, what do they call that when they number a print? Uh, I don't know. Well, oh, there's a, the, a limited edition. You mean li- uh, ah, limited edition? Yeah, you could do that too. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, people are like, "Wow, you're a photographer." Those are actually not technically, you know, photography is. Just one image. These are screenshots of a video. Yeah, they're great. So it's interesting how well they turned out. But yeah, so, okay. I, I really want to wrap my head around this. Sierra and I were trying to think about ways that we could surprise you for your birthday party. And I guess if I if I talk about it... Um, Only if you show up. If you I, show up, it's a surprise. I wish I could. I, I really <laughs> do. Um, I thought about it. It, it's so my schedule is so uh, in flux these days, but I feel like I'm I'm gonna I'm, we're gonna have to have another birthday party. That's what I'm thinking. Because right, we'll have one, we'll have one on the real t- the real date in August. Yeah, what is that? August fifteenth or something? Yeah, not some but some other famous event. That's the assumption. The assumption. Okay, yeah. I, I'm yeah. not gonna I, I'm not gonna compete with the assumption. <laughs> you already have me competing with the the Fourth of July. Now the assumption. No, the date is August. The 23rd. All right. Hear that, listeners. So 19, 1982. I'll tell you what. To our listeners at Truth Culture Life, uh, 1982. Is that what you said? Or did you just say 1882? (laughs) (laughs) All right. You're out of the will. (laughs) (laughs) So for our listeners, listen, if you want to send a little uh, birthday note to Father O., Go ahead and send them to Catholic Spirit Radio in Bloomington, and then we can read them on the air and we'll forward them to them. And uh, yeah, that'll be great. I like to hear from the, the millions of fans I have out there. Right. This is like the number one show, I think, because they've they increased us from two times to three times. John is, is either in the studio right now listening, nodding his head or one way or the other. But, I mean, I think that says something, the fact that they get, they're giving us three times a week instead of two. Well, it might be because of you or, or Sierra. I think it's because of you, Father. You're always very so. humble. I mean, come I on. Everybody know. loves Father O. Yeah, except some people don't. <laughs> 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 I, let's not go into that. I mean, you know, you, yeah. you know who they are. <laughs> I do, actually, believe it or not, I, I am one of, of the few people that probably do know a couple of individuals who are you know, I don't know. They're a bit dubious or so. I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but you know what, Father? Uh, here's the thing. All, you know, we're all called to martyrdom, uh, you know, one way or the other. And uh, what are the different levels of martyrdom, right? There's there's red, there's white. Is there, you know, there's a, there's another one too. Is it like blue or something? I don't know. I, I know red and I know white. I think I fit into polka dot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to look it up, you know, the different types of martyrdom. Yeah, so white. Polka is- dot. Yeah, you look it up. That's a new one I just invented. 
we'll have to just, write a, a treatise on it. Just don't call it the rainbow martyrdom. That no, one. no, 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 please. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, all right, listen, um, in other news, and this is according to the very reliable news source, the Babylon B, which is <laughs> great. Yeah, they really are. So, um, you know, apparently Biden nominated, um, what's her name? Kamala Harris. I, you know, I don't know. Uh, anyway, he nominated her a while back, you know, appointed her. I'm sorry. The czar of AI. She's the AI czar. Father Orsi, did you hear about this? Yeah. A stands for artificial. I stand for idiot. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so according to the Babylon Bee, Sierra, uh, not Sierra, I'm sorry. AI czar Harris announces that she has finally figured out what AI stands for after several months of being the czar. But it doesn't say what it doesn't say what she thinks it stands for. So, uh, wow, I don't know if that's true or not. Um, it's oh, she says it actually stands for artificial intelligence. Wow, whoa, she's she's on top of things. Yeah, that's amazing. The cutting the cutting edge. Hey, you know, Robin, speaking about artificial intelligence, I don't know if Madam Vice President uh, has the ability to understand what's going on. You know, uh, for a long time, I was thinking, well, you know, this is like. Uh, Twilight Zone type stuff, you know, it's uh, it's impossible. But the more I read about it, the more possible this is becoming. Uh, I'm just finished finishing reading a book about it. But there was an article today. Excuse me, folks. I'm going to say a bad word. New York Times, the New York Times Ooh, by David oh, Brooks. Man. I'm, I'm sorry, Robin Hood. You can, you you can bleep it out. You can bleep it out if you want. <laughs> but <laughs> but you know, talking about you know, could AI. Uh, begin to uh, mimic human beings? Uh, could uh, human intelligence be downloaded you know, from the neurons in our brain into, uh, well, basically a computer? Uh, and then it goes so far as to say, perhaps we can even begin to teach AI to express human emotions. And then to have AI designated as a person. Mm. How do you like that? It's scary. Yeah. You know, my guess is the the whack jobs that would vote to give AI some sort of quote unquote personhood would probably do so before recognizing the personhood a personhood of the unborn. Uh right? I mean that's the sort Oh sure. Of- well, we have the unborn. I mean, they they're not persons. Only no, the, right? com- the computer is a person. The computer has but- feelings, yeah. No, but listen, Father, this is true. Um I I've I've read about this as well. Um, and it's, it's mind boggling that these, that these things that you can program them to learn yeah. and they're learning, they can start to mimic human traits. Um, and I mean, some of these like chat GPT or whatever they're called. I mean, people are like using these things to write their homework assignments now. And yeah, Robert, what does GPT stand for? Oh my goodness. Let me just, let me just make sure I'm saying it right. Is it chat? Yeah, uh, let's see. Chat, it comes right up. Chat, if you Google it, what does it mean? Let's see. GPT. I don't know. I don't know what it means. Does it say what GPT means? Yeah, uh, I just didn't know what it meant. So it's a chat bot developed by OpenAI, launched in November, no, notable for enabling users to refine and steer a conversation towards a desired length, format, style. People are using it to write homework. They're using it to write books, scripts. Um, I should 
see if they can help me write this Wilhelmina movie. <laughs> well, no. I'm told that priests are using it to write sermons now. Oh my goodness, that's yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see if it says what does oh what does GPT stand for? It's gonna tell us. Generated pre-trained transformer is what GPT stands for, which refers to how Chat GPT processes requests and formulates responses. So, generative pre-trained transformer. Hmm. Generative pre-trained. I'm gonna write this down. Generated pre-trained pre-trained transformer. Transformer. I like that. It's trained with reinforcement learning through human feedback and reward models that rank the best responses. I have no Holy idea. Holy cow. I mean, wow. this this really is like, uh, what was it, a Future Shock? You Remember that book? I don't know if you remember. Alan Toffler, Future Shock. <laughs> I don't know and that I've heard I'll look it up. Yeah, it's kind of a famous book. I think it was like written like uh, maybe tw- maybe 40 years ago. And a lot of this stuff that we think is like impossible, it, it's happening. It's happening. And, yeah, do you remember? You, remember the Jetsons? Yeah. Well, oh yeah. A lot of stuff that they had in the Jetsons, you know, is is right now. No, it is Ooh. actually. In fact, there's a flying car that was just approved for uh, human trials, uh, and it, it literally was announced a week ago. Let's see. Experimental flying car receives FAA certification, um, and it's called Armada Mile uh, Model Zero by Alif Aeronautics. Is the first fully electric flying car to to uh, secure a certificate of airworthiness from the FAA, and that car is being tested. It looks like in maybe California or Nevada, but that's father. That's what you need. You know, if you're ever traffic in Naples, you just hit a little button and boop, you go. You know, fly right over them. I'll tell you, in season, I could use it. There's more traffic here in Naples in season than there is on Fifth Avenue in Manhattan. Could you imagine Chicago taxi drivers with uh, a flying car? I mean, they'd be killing people left and right. (laughs) (laughs) What happens if you get them in the hands of New Yorker taxi drivers? We're in real trouble. Oh, my gosh. I I wouldn't want to uh, be the one uh, that's caught in that kind of an accident in Manhattan. (laughs) Let's do this. Let's go to a quick commercial break. You're listening to Truth Culture Live. Father Orsi and I are having a lot of fun. We'll be right back. All right. July is the month for Catholic Spirit Radio's Matching Monday. I'm this year's Matching Monday donor, Patricia, and I'm going to double up to $6,000 every donation made on the Mondays in July. I challenge you to donate big, so I have to write that matching big check. Donate online at catholicspiritradio.com or mail your check on any Monday in July to 108 Boykin's Place in Normal. If you've never donated, start this July. If you've donated in the past, July is the month to give extra. Remember, I will double it during July Matching Mondays. Listen to this. Catholic Spirit Radio is giving away to one lucky donor a beautiful 5x7-inch framed picture of the Last Supper. When you donate for Matching Monday on July 17th, your donations will be doubled. Plus, you'll have a chance for the Last Supper giveaway. Help seniors remain independent. Faith in Action is a nonprofit providing transportation for people over 60 to medical appointments and grocery stores. Become a Faith in Action driver in the extended Bloomington Normal area, 309 827 7780. Wondering about your next step? Ashley was in school and pregnant when she reached out to the Pregnancy Resource Center. Would she be judged? Would she be accepted? What she found at LAPRC was a team of people who were committed to providing excellent care and compassionate support to those facing pregnancy decisions through authentic relationships that display grace, honor life, and foster community. 
If you or someone you know is in a situation like Ashley, or if you want to help support women and families in our community, you can find us at PregnancyResourceCenter.org. Has Catholic Spirit Radio touched you? Maybe it has brought you closer to God or even into the church. Tell us your story. Call or text our listener comment line. If you like, you can remain anonymous. 773-541-4159. Listeners support Catholic Spirit Radio in many different ways. Some write checks. Others use credit cards. But did you know that you can also give Catholic Spirit Radio your old car, truck, boat, motorcycle, or RV, even if it's not working? Donating your vehicle is easy. We take care of everything from pickup to tax receipt. Just go to CatholicSpiritRadio.com to click on the Donate Your Vehicle link or call 866-628-CARS. Have you ever been Yourself. You're listening to Truth Culture Life on Catholic Spirit Radio. I'm Royce Hood, and we're uh, joined by Father Orsi. We've been just Kevin, kind of talking about all sorts of different things. I think, um, I don't know if Father's had a lot of caffeine or not this morning, but he sure is hyper. I um, start my day at 2 a.m. with a cup of coffee. 2 a.m. And then a, se- uh, then a second cup of coffee around 3 a.m. And then another cup of coffee around 6.30 a.m. So, so yeah the juice is flowing the juice is flowing i mean i would imagine somewhere in between those coffee sessions there's at least one bathroom break <laughs> uh more than one <laughs> you see when you reach a certain age it happens more frequently right <laughs> so, all right here's a true story and i don't know if i should talk about this on the radio but I, i've been going back and forth to gower and some of the roads i'm on are literally just country roads with no place to stop at all so I had I had consumed a fair amount of coffee and I I was I really needed to find a bathroom and there was just nothing. There was not even a driveway to pull into. But then all of a sudden <laughs> I'm coming along, Father, and there's a there's an old cemetery. So I felt kind of I felt kind of awkward, but I, I pulled into the cemetery and I, I went out into the woods. You know, I didn't go on anybody. Yeah. You didn't violate the cemetery like, you know, to uh, pee on somebody's grave, no, did no, you? No, I, I, no, yeah. I, it's an old <laughs> saying, you know. I figured that would be a bad, a bad idea. I think me. so. I think so. <laughs> but I did. I, I, so afterwards, I still felt pretty bad about the whole situation, even though I was in the woods. But I, I still I sat around for a few minutes and said some prayers for the uh, for the souls there. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it was a, a Catholic cemetery, Protestant cemetery. Who knows? You know, one of these old farms. Yeah, they don't want to go pee on somebody's grave. I, that's a good point. <laughs> so we were we were talking about artificial intelligence and how our um, our illustrious uh, vice president is the czar of AI. And I would love to know, like, what an agenda looks like for Harris if she's going into like an AI meeting. I mean, like, so she just figured out what AI stands for according to the Babylon Bee. And uh, Wow. I mean, this stuff, Father, as you're talking about, I mean, they're talking about uploading human consciousness. Like, what what does that even mean? It's, it's amazing. They say they're going to be able to figure out how the neurons connect in our brain and that they could imitate on uh, some kind of a hard hardware. Do I got the term right? Yeah. And And mimic our brain and then download the information from our brain into the, uh, well, it's hardware or software? <laughs> what was the brain? That would be the software? I don't know. I think it's the probably, information. I, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. 
It really. I mean, is. I'm barely, I'm barely getting used to the iPhone. But I mean, but I read about this stuff. Well, maybe it would. Uh, yeah, I mean, for some of the politicians that we have on, you know, both sides of the aisle, quite frankly, maybe, maybe if they could somehow upload a computer program into their brains, it might help them some. I don't know. Do you think Kamala <laughs> could benefit from it? I don't know. <laughs> Either that, we're looking at like a Terminator movie scenario, okay. right? Uh, she's, uh, you know, I mean, I she's the vice president of these uh, United States. I, I, I can't, I can't believe it. Yeah, I know. It's uh it's 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 pretty it's pretty mind-boggling if you if you look at her background and so forth some of the things that she's done in her life. It's it's truly mind-boggling to think. You know, the frightening thing is, you know, if something happened to the president, she's uh, next in line. Believe me, she's I I I predicted when um Biden first swore in that she was that was I mean that look could you imagine? I mean, she she's probably salivating about that secretly somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> You know, can you imagine? You know, we don't. We all be in big trouble. And I tell you this much: the people in the pro-life movement would be in big trouble. Um, My because, gosh, some yeah. of the things she said is just awful. Well, she's done. I mean, she went after yeah. um, David Delighted when she was AG of California. You know, look at the Mark Houck, uh, yeah. right? Weaponization of justice. That's not Biden. That's Harris. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, he wouldn't. You know, he wouldn't know about yeah. uh, those cases. You know, Houck would not even be on his radar. Yeah, he does whatever his handlers tell him to do and say. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, that's, you're absolutely, I mean, everything I've seen points to that. Um, look, in other news, Father, and again, I don't want to get too political, but it's hard not Never. to. Because some of this stuff is so shocking. Um, but uh, Miss Universe or something is now a, a trans man. Oh, man. That's in the Netherlands, right? Netherlands. And it's, it's, it's actually, I mean, it's not the B. This is not Babylon B, folks. Miss. This is real. Beauty this is real. Is a is now a man i mean if i were a, a woman if i was like a feminist woman i would be angry that there's a dude misappropriating miss universe but maybe they don't care i don't know hey, did you see the pictures of the oh, the winner whatever yeah and yeah. the second runner-up did you see the pictures the second runner-up run like a beautiful looking woman right versus she's right? gorgeous and then there's a dude that actually won um, it's just mine. Look, he's not gorgeous. In my opinion, he's not gorgeous. Yeah. I don't think so. I mean, this is completely political. This has nothing to do with how somebody looks or the talents that they have or the virtues that they display. It, it, this is simply, it's kind of like an in your face, uh, event where yeah. they're saying to everybody, you have to accept LGBTQ and this is our stamp of approval. That's how I say it. Yeah, well, they're, they're, they want to destroy the family. They want to destroy yeah. fruitfulness. They want to destroy God's creation. I mean, that's the dignity of human life. There's no respect. and they, they, But they say that it's, oh, if you don't support this, you don't respect people. And that's not true. I do respect people. I, I respect what God created. Right. You know, I want to ask you something. Now, you look at this guy that won, all right? He won. I mean, I don't feel attracted to that whatever – at all. You look at number two, second, the, the runner up. I mean, I wouldn't mind going on a date with her. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, what do they say? I mean, what do these people say? Does anybody say, hey, yeah, uh, no, the, the winner is really, you know, uh, somebody that I feel I'd like to. I don't date. know. Yeah, I don't, that's a great question. I mean, are you know, they're basing this on womanhood, right? Like you're you this guy somehow embodies what it means to be a woman. Cause I think that miss universe it's, 
you know, looks are one thing, but then it's like, you know, things that you've accomplished and they look at a number of different things in this person's life and somehow, somehow this guy accomplishes these things. I, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, well, you yeah. know, this whole movement, we talked about the computers, AI, uh, transhumanism is leading us uh, along the path uh, to new definitions of what it means to be human. And one of the things that they have to begin with is to wipe out the difference between a male and female. And so, you know, you begin to confuse people as to it makes no difference how you look, uh, whether you're a male or female, it makes no difference at all. And eventually then, you know, the computer takes on human personality. And of course, then it makes no difference at all whether you're flesh and blood or not. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, uh, that you're, you're absolutely, that's it. They want to redefine it. Um, truly, truly mind boggling. So, all right, listen, we, a lot, a lot to talk about. I mean, there's so much going on, uh, these days in the world. Um, I don't even, I don't even know where to start, but one thing that's interesting, going back to AI for a minute, we were talking about at our movie production meeting this week with the Wilmina project is there, there are programs out there. If I have a snippet of your voice, father, just a small snippet, like 30 seconds or so, and then somebody else is like AI can actually regenerate your voice to make it sound as if you're reading a story, for example, that you've never read before. Um, and there's there's AI that can also regenerate images. And they're seeing this a lot where, you know, people are posting memes of like politicians and awkward poses, but they're all it's like it's almost like Photoshop, but way more authentic looking. Um, but it's, how do you it's, protect yourself against that. I mean. Yeah, you know, suppose they had they had my voice say, you know, uh, endorsing some political candidate. Yeah, they. Do I don't know. know. I don't know. It's interesting. There's a um, a movie that's a number of years old. It was you know one of these old Christian end of the world type movies. It was like it was called Armageddon or something like that. I I don't remember the exact name, but in the movie, the president was docked. You know, there's a fake video of the president of the United States throwing somebody off of a balcony. It was totally artificially intelligence mm-hmm. created but what's so fascinating is that movie was like 20 30 years ago well, and now well, that like you're saying the the things that were fictionalized in the past in terms of some of these technological capabilities are now possible right now so yeah we could make it look like you're riding a donkey in sudan or something right yeah and yeah. uh people would ask you legitimately why you were doing that and you'd have yeah. to explain it it wasn't you yeah i don't know yeah. uh Wow, and think about like if you know politically how dangerous that is. If if you you're somebody like Harris who has a track record of prosecuting pro life people anyway, and you you know you don't like somebody, you'd probably just doctor up some kind of a video, sure, implicate them in anything and throw away throw away the keys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, folks, you know uh, if they if they try to imitate the way I look or my voice, I want you to know if there's anything that I would not approve of, I didn't do it. How's that for logic? Yeah, there you go. I, I think that's uh, that's the way to look at it. You're just going to have to be careful. And there's, you know, there's probably going to be ways that technically you can tell if something's been docked or not, but who knows? We'll have to, we'll have to get somebody on here that knows about that. F- Father, let's switch gears for a minute and talk yeah. about Joe. Any new, any updates with conversations with Father Orsi or with Action for Life TV? Uh, we have a, a wonderful, wonderful um, producer. Uh, and uh, what he was able to do is to get us on two channels here in Florida, Southwest Florida. 
So we are going to be on at 5.30 in the morning on uh, NBC and at 11.30 on ABC on Sunday mornings. Wow. So we now have, yeah, we have uh, two, two uh, times we're going to be aired on Sunday. That's Conversations. And the interesting thing about it, you know, I, I'll tell you the truth. I've never watched myself on television. I mean, I'm, I'm not like narcissistic. I don't feel like looking at me. Enough, <laughs> enough of me. Just shaving in the morning is enough. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway uh, I'm you know, starting to have people coming and say to me, hey, we saw you on TV. Hey, we saw you on TV. So the show is, uh, is catching on. I was going to a nursing home on Sunday. There's an old lady sitting outside. And, you know, they have these nursing homes today that, well, they're, they're assisted living, too. They're, they're combinations. So she was pretty sharp, I think. Yes. And uh, she, she said to me, what are you doing here? You're on television. I watch you every week. So, you know, she just finished watching me uh, on TV. And then I was walking into the nursing home. Wow. And she was just like, so, you know, she was just shocked to see me. And I'm over at the hospital quite often. And, uh, hey, we see you on TV. So, you know, it's great being on um you know, uh, we have a, the cable television, Action for Life, which is on a, a Christian television network, which is cable. But this regular, you know, and I guess they call it analog TV, yeah. ABC, NBC. Uh, evidently, a lot more people watch that. I suppose, especially an older generation, they're watching the traditional channels. And then all of a sudden, you know, you finished uh, whatever programs you watch on Sunday morning, meet the press. Yeah. And then next comes conversation with old father. Oh, yeah. I mean, father, that's awesome. I mean, congratulations on that. I think that's tremendous. I mean, being, you know, being able to put it on television. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it is fantastic. Oh, you know, thank God we've had some, you know, generous people, you know, help, help us to uh, get the show on the air. But uh, it's interesting because it's not just religious topics. You know, yeah. father oh, opines on many issues, as you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you're in a great market i mean naples is is huge um so wow that's great I, I love hearing about that and folks you can learn more about um father o's show at action for life is it dot dot net action for life tv dot net what, what's the website action, action for life dot net yeah that's right and uh and if you go there there's links there's links to actually both of the shows that father's involved with. You've got Action for Life TV. You can click on it, and then the conversation with Father Orsi. And well. then there's like mega hit radio show, Truth, Culture, and Life. Oh, there soon you go. Soon to go, soon to go national, folks. Soon to go national. Hey, EWTN, what's wrong with you? Why don't you pick up this show? I don't know. I, they're I on just, the radar. They're, they, yeah, I mean, I've sent it to a few people there. So yeah, if anybody out there listening, let's uh, call your networks and say, listen, you want them to pick up Truth, Culture, Life? It's that simple. I mean, like EWTN has a radio worldwide, right? Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. There's that. That would be great. Catholic Spirit's awesome because they're expanding in Central and Northern Illinois, um, and so that has a growing user base. And people can, of course, listen to this program on the uh, Catholic Spirit Radio app. We're also on Spotify and YouTube and different places. But um, yeah, we it would ideally the dream is and the goal is with this program is to take it national. I mean, that's without question where we want to be. Um, and, uh, so it'd be cool to see your show turn into a national show at the same time. You're going to be like the next Fulton Sheen father. <laughs> Couldn't shine that man's shoes. You know, uh, I just was at his museum in Peoria and my kids were able to sit on his sofa. One of the sofas oh, that was used on set. And it's amazing. This thing, 
I mean, the thing's probably 50 years old. It looked like it's brand new. Um, you know, uh, he was the Bishop of Rochester. Yeah. Uh, before, you know, he, he retired and then he went back into some evangelizing. But uh, a lot of his personal belongings were brought to Crozier Theological Seminary, which is up there in New York State. And uh, some of the books that I've read, a lot of the uh, personal items of Bishop Sheen uh, are missing. Like people would just like uh, take something and, and bring, it, bring it home as a souvenir. Mm -hmm. So uh, a lot of things that you know, were part of his life and ministry, uh, they're not there anymore. People can't help them help themselves. I was talking yeah. to a, a Catholic businessman the other day, and he was saying how you know he has a company, and somebody stole fifty thousand dollars of products here, you know, twenty grand there, and he's like, you know, I, you know, he's an honest guy, he trusts people, and he's like, people just can't help themselves. They they, right. they can't help themselves not to put their hand into the cookie jar, right? And yeah. uh, we see that that's so sad. Yeah, this museum is really amazing because there are things that were it says you donated the item, but this this couch, I was I was te I was talking to. A, lease about it and couches at the hood house for some reason only last like three or four years with all my yeah, kids because the kids are jumping on them oh my goodness like it's <laughs> I, I had couches literally my entire childhood i think we had one couch <laughs> and we have managed to go through at least two or three couches and my oldest is you know almost 10 <laughs> so <laughs> I don't well know. you know how, how big is the museum uh the fulton sheet yeah, it's out there in peoria folks it's, it's right out there yeah yeah, it's in Peoria. It's part of a larger diocesan, like diocese museum that has other, you know, things uh -huh. from the early days of the church here. It's a good size. Now they're trying to raise money to increase the size. And one of the things that we've talked about doing is creating like a film studio connected to the museum, which would be really interesting. I don't know if they'll ever do that or not, but that'd be a cool idea if you yeah. could if you could instead of just having a museum, you could say, Hey, like help us train the next generation of evangelizers. You could do camps, all uh sorts of his uh, his remains are they uh, in a coffin and is the yeah. coffin exposed the coffin is exposed you cannot buried? you do not see him he's entombed right yeah I uh, when i was exposed. in manhattan uh he was under the uh main altar mm. in saint patrick's cathedral with all the uh, the cardinals uh, archbishops of uh, of new york city and of course he was in like uh, uh, i could say a mausoleum wall that's how they had them uh, entombed. But I've been to other places. I, I don't know if you remember. Oh, you weren't with me in Detroit, in Michigan. There's a great priest, Solanus Casey. Mm. And he was at St. Bonaventure's Monastery. And they have his coffin is on display in a room that's uh, filled with uh, pictures, memorabilia from Solanus Casey. Wow. I mean, that's his cause is up, too. I think he's a blessed. I think he's a blessed now. Tell us about uh, Father Casey. Okay, he was a, a Capuchin monk and uh, a friar, Franciscan, and uh, he was uh, went to the monastery. They didn't think he was smart enough to be uh, a priest that uh, you know gives sermons and hears confessions. And in those days, they ordained him what they called a simple priest. That means you just said mass. That's all he did. He would say mass, but he was also uh, the uh, the porter at the monastery where he greeted people when they came in. And many people went to him uh, for counseling and for prayer. And he was uh, very, very well known in different places where he was sent. Uh, he was sent to, uh, well, for Detroit, and then uh, also to uh, Brooklyn, New York. And there were a lot of women 
from some of my my mother's friends who remember uh, going to see Father Solanus in uh, the monastery, the friary uh, in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, he passed away. And people attributed a lot of uh, miracles uh, to him. And uh, so he is now literally uh, in, in Detroit, where he began, and his coffin is on display with all the memorabilia around the coffin. St. Bonaventure's Monastery on, uh, what the heck is the name of that street? Mount Zion, Mount Zion Avenue in, uh, in Detroit. Wow. I mean, beautiful. Yeah. There's some great information about, uh, Father Solanus Casey online. And, uh, yeah, it looks like a, uh, Casey's confirmed miracle involved curing Paula Medina Zeretz. Um, she had a genetic skin condition. Um, the miracle occurred at St. Bonaventure Monastery in Detroit in 2012, but his cause was actually opened earlier. Um, his The cause for beatification commenced in 1976. So it's interesting. During that process, there's been probably several, it looks like several miracles have been attributed to um, Father Casey, which is, it's fascinating. You know, the, the cause, uh, Congregation for Cause of the Saints is something that's been on my mind a lot with the Wilhelmina movie because there's not a formal um, investigation into sainthood opened yet for um, Wilhelmina. It's not, it's too soon. It, it, it requires the fifth anniversary of her death before it can be formally opened. Father, do you know anything about how that works? Well, I think that uh, the community uh, where she belonged, I believe that they are the ones that initiate the process. And uh, then they are uh, subject to a protocol that is given to them by the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Saints. And they are going to have canon lawyers help them uh, to put the, uh, the case together. And yeah. uh, after they go through uh, different periods of her life, take testimony about her, uh, then uh, it goes to Rome again. And I believe that's when they can make a determination to call her servant of God because she exhibited uh, special virtues in her life. And yeah. that, that's the first step. Then the next step is to have someone declared a blessed. Yeah, I think you need a, two miracles for a blessed. And then uh, for canonization, another two miracles. I'm going to go to a quick commercial break. You're listening to Truth Culture Life on Catholic Spirit Radio. Stay with us, and we'll be right back. July is the month for Catholic Spirit Radio's Matching Monday. I'm this year's Matching Monday donor, Patricia, and I'm going to double up to $6,000 every donation made on the Mondays in July. I challenge you to donate big, so I have to write that matching big check. Donate online at catholicspiritradio.com or mail your check on any Monday in July to 108 Boykin's Place in Normal. If you've never donated, start this July. If you've donated in the past, July is the month to give extra. Remember, I will double it during July Matching Monday. Listen to this. Catholic Spirit Radio is giving away to one lucky donor a beautiful 5x7-inch framed picture of the Last Supper. When you donate for Matching Monday on July 17th, your donations will be doubled. Plus, you'll have a chance for the Last Supper giveaway. Help seniors remain independent. Faith in Action is a nonprofit providing transportation for people over 60 to medical appointments and grocery stores. Become a Faith in Action driver in the extended Bloomington Normal Area, 309 827 7780. 
Wondering about your next step? Ashley was in school and pregnant when she reached out to the Pregnancy Resource Center. Would she be judged? Would she be accepted? What she found at LAPRC was a team of people who were committed to providing excellent care and compassionate support to those facing pregnancy decisions through authentic relationships that display grace, honor life, and foster community. If you or someone you know is in a situation like Ashley, or if you want to help support women and families in our community, you can find us at PregnancyResourceCenter.org. Has Catholic Spirit Radio touched you? Maybe it has brought you closer to God or even into the church. Tell us your story. Call or text our listener comment line. If you like, you can remain anonymous. 773-541-4159. Listeners support Catholic Spirit Radio in many different ways. Some write checks. Others use credit cards. But did you know that you can also give Catholic Spirit Radio your old car, truck, boat, motorcycle, or RV, even if it's not working. Donating your vehicle is easy. We take care of everything from pickup to tax receipt. Just go to catholicspiritradio.com to click on the Donate Your Vehicle link or call 866-628-CARS. Have you ever been low? All right, so for our listeners... Sierra and I were recently kind of conversing about what could we do for Father Orsi's birthday. His birthday is in August. And if any of you have any ideas, we want to hear about them. It could be a serious gift or it could be sort of a gag gift as well, something kind of funny. Um, feel free to reach out. You can reach us at truthculturelifepod at gmail.com. That's truthculturelifepod at gmail.com. Um, this next segment is just a funny little segment that Sierra and I did uh, kind of figure, trying to figure out a gag gift, and we thought about maybe sending him a potato. Here it is. Father Orsi is down um, doing laps in his swimming pool, working on his tan, <laughs> because tomorrow, uh, well, Saturday, let's see, the, this program will air on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So on Saturday, we're recording this on Thursday, Father Orsi is having a big birthday party. That's right. The, we were going to send him something. We were, and we forgot. Oh, no. I was going to send a vo- like a message, like a video message, and we could... But his birthday is actually not till August, but the Action for Life pro-life group in Naples, they, like, love Father. They're throwing the party for him <laughs> this month because all the people are there that want to go. So there's going to be 200 people that show up at this bash. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. I know. I wonder if he'll have a pinata. So, I could totally see Father with a pinata. Have you seen the company that you can send somebody a potato? And then they'll put, like, happy birthday on it? They'll put, we should send him a potato. Happy birthday There's potato. no way he's going to listen to the show. We should send him a potato. That's a great idea. That says happy birthday. It was on, uh, that was on Shark Tank. Oh, my gosh. Okay, that we're going to look into this after the company, show. It's really funny if anybody doesn't know. So there's literally a company that has just Idaho potatoes, and they will write happy birthday. Or whatever. And whatever, yeah. And then they will, you can actually put a stamp. They don't even put it in a box. They literally <laughs> mail it as a potato. And the post office accepts it. I don't, it's so, it's so odd. I love that. That it's is just such a human funny, innovation. That would actually be hilarious. We should totally oh do that. Gosh. Okay, we have to do it. Okay, yeah, we'll have All to right. do that after the show. So there you have it. Um, if you want to join us on sending Father Orsi something, his birthday is actually in August. So we have some time, even though he's having a party uh, this weekend. Um, email us at truthculturelifepod at gmail.com. Or you can also reach out to us through Catholic Spirit Radio in uh, Bloomington. Let us know what you think. Should it be a potato or should we actually just send him a nice card? card. Let us know. know. All right. And now we're going to go back to the segment that Father Orsi and I recorded earlier this week. You know, it's funny. One of the sisters told me, Father, that back in the, you know, the age of martyrs and 
there was the age of faith and some of these periods that existed in, in the history of the church. It's just fascinating, this history. But the monasteries popped up during, you know, different periods of crisis right. in the world. And monasteries served as penitentiaries for penance, for priests that fell into sin or for priests that were struggling in their vocation. Their penance would be to go to the monastery for penance. And so they became known as penitentiaries. It's interesting yeah. Penitentiaries mean something very different today, but I just find that so fascinating. Um, you know, what's what's so unique about these monasteries is the fact that you've got this, in many ways, this monastic uh, contemplative prayer, silence, work, fasting. You know, it's it, I mean, even like the Abbey is. I mean, it's these these nuns are hardcore there. I mean, they are yeah. focused on their vocation. They don't care what is going on in the outside world. As one of them told me, they they are just simple sisters. Wow, isn't that beautiful? Though I mean, it, that's a lesson for all of us. So many times we get despondent. What's going on? We get distracted. Uh, we get disgusted with ourselves. Oftentimes, you know, and then the message comes: just remain focused on Christ. Just remain focused on Christ. You know, bad things are going to happen, uh, yeah. and we're going to make sin, and we're going to be uh maybe persecuted but where's the focus it's on christ and we as i said we live in the church the church is the body of christ uh and the church herself is perfect not the human beings in the church but the church is perfect and the church gives us what we need to see the truth to hear the truth and uh to be fortified with the sacraments to help us uh, achieve our goal which is heaven I love it. And Father, that yeah, I feel like that is a great note in the show this week. All right. We'll end it on we could the more down the rabbit hole, we 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 have a combination of fun and then we also get we can get uh you know, boy, you and I can complain a lot about stuff too. You should hear yeah. Father Orsi when he's in a bad mood. It's ah, we don't want to talk about that. No, it is <laughs> not a good note. No, there's so many good times here. Father, listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not going to make it to your uh, radio show, but again, I'm going to uh, to your radio show to your birthday party this weekend. Well, can't, um, can't you send a hologram? I, I asked BC if I could send a video. He said they don't have the right um, the right <laughs> equipment set up. So, you know, we're going to figure something out uh, for your real birthday party. How about that? I, I, that, hope, so. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Hey, then, this, has been a great, this has been a great show. As usual, it's, uh, it, it's the, like one of the highlights of my week. I get the chance to talk to my best buddy, Robin Hood. And I love I love talking to uh, Friar Tuck here. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, your life on Catholic Spirit Radio, Father. Until next time, we'll uh, see you soon. God bless. Have a good week. Bye. You're listening to Truth Culture Life on Catholic Spirit Radio. I'm Royce Hood. Okay, so this episode was a little bit splicey. We recorded multiple segments this week. Sierra and I were actually in person uh, in Gower. Sierra came all the way down from North Dakota. And she was actually able to stay the night at the Abbey, which is really amazing. We recorded a couple of um, segments in the basement of the Abbey. And I need to do some post-production on those segments before we can bring them to you. So hopefully by next week, we'll have some clips um, from our trip in Gower, which would be, uh, which is really, really exciting. You can follow all of the updates for the Incorruptible Movie by going to incorruptiblemovie.com and signing up to the email list. 
And for everybody listening, if you haven't already done so, I just want to give a shout out to Catholic Spirit Radio. Please be sure to download the app. And also one nifty little feature on my iPhone is if I go to a website, there's a little box with a triangle. If you click on that, you can share a link. And I, I, I've sent the Catholic Spirit Radio app to like all of my friends and family who are all over the world and really all over the country. You can do that. Like think about a couple of people. If everybody shared the Catholic Spirit Radio app with like two people that they knew and encouraged them to download it and listen, imagine how quickly we could grow the Catholic Spirit Radio uh, ministry. So think about that. And also last, be sure to reach out. We'd love to hear from you at Truth Culture Life, truthculturelifepod at gmail.com. That's truthculturelifepod at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. If you have any ideas for Father Orsi's birthday, let us know. And uh, yeah, so thanks again for listening. We'll be back again next week. This last little clip is Pray For Me. This is a song I I recorded. You've heard it before if you've been listening to the show for a while. But I'm going to put this song on for the last segment because I'm about to be back in the studio. Within the next uh, few weeks, I'll be back recording some new music. So I'm looking forward to bringing that to you soon. And we'll be sure to bring you that music on this program when it's available. So without further ado, here's Pray For Me. Thank you so much for listening. God bless. Believe in yourself Cause we've all been fist first